Welcome everyone to a new episode of the Handball Movement Podcast. I have a special guest with me today. It's Martin Berger from Berlin. Hi, Martin. How are you? Hello, everyone. Hello, Andrea. I'm fine and I'm happy to be here. Let's go. I'm happy too. So for those who didn't uh, came across your work and the things that you're sharing on the internet, can you tell us something about what is Handball Inspires? Oh, that is a good question. Handball Inspires is a, yeah, it's, it's, an, it's a project. It's a, it's a project to connect the handball world. Um, I'm looking forward to see different, um, to get different views on the, on the philosophies of handball. And I like to share these insights from different countries with everyone on YouTube. So with different um, videos like, like, like the Tactic Express, where we take a look, especially on tactics, also on the, on the training insights when we especially uh, close up one practice from one coach in a different country and a lot of different other um, video styles so it's yeah it's a youtube channel it's a project and yeah that is a first description about it yeah so the channel is handball inspires of course and uh, i personally suggest anyone to give it a check because i'm learning a lot i super i'm a really hard follower i really appreciate all the contents that you are guys publishing i'm learning a lot so i definitely suggest to anyone and um, so basically you traveled around europe at least for a while and visiting some clubs and places do you want to tell us something about this part of the trip yeah um first of all it's um, the main goal is to make a handball world trip around the world with different styles i know andrea you were in uh, sydney so you have a you have a have a big uh, trip uh, behind you And for me, is it, yeah, it's just the beginning. And yeah, it's quite difficult today. And this time was with Corona, but I was able to um, be in Scandinavia for yeah. four and a half months. So I was in Norway in the region of Oslo, uh, visiting their uh, Hashum Hakar, uh, the Van Topidetet School, um, Herolf Rücke, um, and I was two weeks in, in, in Nöteroy and Turnsberg uh, by Flint in the first league of the women's and the second league with uh, Nöteroy handball. And then I were two months, no, three months, I think, actually in Denmark in different spaces. And so that were my first experience of that trip. And I hopefully um, will continue with Western Europe, so Netherlands, France, Spain, Portugal, and maybe to the Balkans and then back to Africa. Uh, yeah. back to Africa, go to Africa. It's an incredible project and the start was good. I mean, starting from Scandinavia, Norway, Denmark, that's quite a good place where to start and see and see handball, I guess. Of course, of course. And there were a lot of questions. So I have a lot of questions in my backpack because um, back in Berlin, I'm, I'm a handball. I was a handball coach. I am a handball coach. I don't know how I can explain it because yeah. right now I have no teams. Uh, But um, yeah, your background is about being a handball coach. Yeah, yeah. But but right now, of course, I'm on the trip, so I don't have a team. Um, and since eight years in, 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 in all levels, so in all levels on both uh, genders, and um, I'm really into the, the handball stuff. I really like the sport. And I'm, I'd like to see the World Cups, of course, or the European Championship or the Champions League. And you see so many different styles, so many different philosophies. And of course, I understand what happens there. I understand it, of course, but not, not everything, but <laughs> most, yeah. most of the time I understand it. Um, but 
I have no idea how they develop these things in these countries. Yes. And that is also a main motivation for me to go abroad, to visit the coaches, to visit different clubs and teams and different stages in their development and learn how, how is it possible that Norway has such a big and strong fast break? What is it? What did they do there? And with that question, I go to Norway Yeah, as an yeah. example. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, how did you find the, I mean, the will of the coaches that you met to, to share and to be part of Handball Inspires and to, mm-hmm. you know, to be part and, and, and to deal with a person who wants to share and wants to receive? And so how was the spirit on sharing information and create something, you know, mm-hmm. together about Handball? That is, that is a good question because when I started the project and I talked with my friends and with my family and something like that, then really often they have these idea that people are not like to talk about their secrets and something yeah. like that. And that is a, a common thing here in Germany. We, have, we are really close and we are really uh, envy about others. So it's, we Germans, we are, we are, we are a, a strange folk, I could say. <laughs> But um, in my mind and in my heart, I have this feeling that when you, when you are honest with people, when I'm honest with you or with other ones and I, I'm, I'm sitting there in your practice, then I have to follow the rules in your hall and in your gym and be part of your yeah. small um, team. And I have a, I have a quite, I have the one of the best experience, especially with that field. My first station was in, uh, in Hamburg in Germany and Hamburg, uh, the HSV is an, it's an old big club and now playing in the second league, but We'll come back to the first league, I think, this, that year. And I talked with uh, Torsten Jansen. He's, he was one of the best uh, left wings. And <laughs> he is really closed. So he's not open in the first beginning. So he's really close. And then I, I talk with him for one hour, for two hours. And in the end, it, it comes to the point that he said, I'm so fucking interesting about what happens in, into other fields, something like that. And then I feel, okay, you are interested and now you have, you have the ability, the possibility to put something on the table, like, like a buffet. And then yeah. he said, yeah, okay, you put something from Hamburg on the table and I can grab other things from the table. And so it comes to a, to a huge buffet, like, like, like yeah. you know it when you, when you, of course, you know it, you are an Italian. Um, yeah. Especially if you then, put it on those terms, I immediately understand <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so I got this feeling that, people and coaches are really open about their philosophies and about their, um, about their ways of, of teaching handball. And one big thing is that the, the really important is that, as I said in the beginning, that I'm honest because I'm sitting there in the, in the video conference and I got this situation in Denmark that I was sitting in the one uh, team which is playing to the other team one month uh, yeah, afterwards. Apart, yeah. Yeah, apart, exactly. And so I was just sitting there and, and keep my mouth shut because I, I'm not able to say anything. Of But course. for me, it was really interesting because Fantastic. I got these both, both philosophies and I know how both coaches work. And then I got the ability to see this game. Um, for real, yeah. Yeah, and so of, I, I, I have to be honest. So I have to be clear structure. I, I say, okay, everything what is on the training 
I film and sometimes um, coaches say, okay, please cut that out of it. Yeah. And then of course I have to do it. Yeah, definitely. Um, but when you follow the rules, then I think everyone is happy to share their story. Yeah. No, that's fantastic because yeah, I, I, I really have the same feeling. I mean, I, I, I definitely understand when you say that maybe at the very beginning, everyone is a bit shy or precious mm -hmm. about the knowledge that they have. And maybe especially at the very high level, having someone who mm -hmm. comes and filming your things and then, Two weeks later, you have to play against the other club that the same guy is going yeah. to visit. It can create some apprehension, but yeah, I definitely feel that there is a lot of will in the handball world to 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 increase the knowledge. And I have the feeling also that the whole uh, handball movement, the whole handball world, I mean, mm -hmm. is developing really fast in these yeah. years under many, many point of view. Like I love to look at the movement at the human movement. So I'm really mm -hmm. into the athletic development and mm -hmm. all these yeah, new things that we could experiment to create better players. And, but I'm sure that also on the technical and tactical point of view, it's, it's, it's all really, really amazing. Um, going to this, I want to ask you like, um, having uh, you have a lot of experience also in coaching and you're still building your experience in coaching and mm -hmm. you have, How do you see the, the growing of the handball and what is your vision when you when you coach the players? What are the main things that you want to take care of? I know it's a really big question. That is a big question. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think I will put my focus on the things I know much more than the world, myself, my yeah. philosophy, my, my own philosophy. And I'm, I'm young, I'm 29 years old and I started being a coach with, with 20 or 19. I'm not sure yet. Um, and for me... I feel the different stages of learning and I feel that I try different ways of, of being a coach. So I got this, um, I got this real social coach where I'm really close to the team. Uh, other two years, I was really far apart and really strong and really angry and really, um, how can I say, really tough. Yeah. And, and right now, my last experiences here in uh, Füchse Berlin with my, with my, with my uh, U17 boys, I was on the on the level that I my philosophy is I'm not I'm not the head coach I'm just the social pro provider is that a yeah. word I think yeah. the social You're provider the glue the glue of yeah the... exactly so so I'm I'm looking forward to help much more to help than to lead of course you have to lead as a, as a coach especially on the game especially when it's really close but it's much better to To, to help somebody that there is um, able to lead, especially when you're a youth coach, because um, that is that is the main that should be the main interest for interest for every for every youth coach that your player is able to play on the best level and to yeah. make the, the the own choices. So for me, it's I'm I'm really into the open space, but I'm really um, focused also on these basics and i'm i'm a little bit um, sometimes I, i think i i um i put too much focus on it especially when when it's when it's just the basics because yeah. i in my experience it's important that the player knows handball and the player should know the different parts of handball and when the player then say okay i, I only use that When, when when she or he is 19 yeah. then okay but, but I give 
her or, or him every everything I know. And yeah, so you mean I'm, especially when when they when the athletes reach uh, a certain age or they are uh, mm -hmm. going through a certain stage of their development, they have to, uh, you know, own the knowledge of the situation, yes. certain situation from basics to more advanced. And the knowledge also of the option that they have to face the certain yeah. situations. I, I saw some of your uh, work, technical work on the videos, and I, I love it because I'm also really into basics a lot. And mm. uh, for me, for example, from uh, under the, the movement point of view, the mm. general human movement, I really think uh, we should redefine the start because we we all agree and all the federations agree and all also the people who studied like me, human movement agree mm. on the fact that you first have to build the basics and then skills and more advanced stuff. And there's no doubt that we all agree on this. And But sometimes I'm thinking we should redefine the standard of those basics because I think there's mm -hmm. still so much to improve in those basics. And it doesn't mean that we shouldn't go and explore other options, but I think that could give us also an extra boost on discover more potential and things. And I was saying that I saw all these videos when you uh, work on display in this particular situation. And I think there were some exercise from the pivot position from the line player mm. was to pass the ball to, to himself and then choose between one shooting solution or the other. And the same mm. things you did also from different position wings and uh, left backs or right backs. And I love it. I really like the, the effort and the fact that you give so much, you know, uh, things to think to the player. I think that is... That is that is a really big part of, especially from this from this trick shot uh, or, or shooting practice. Because, of course, I can. Um, of course, when when we talk about the U19 or under 23 or senior level and something like that, then you have to be really close to the game, no doubt about it. But when you're talking about U15, U17, and maybe going to the U19, then I think it's really important to put focus on these small things that you're able to create a lot of uh, reputations repetitions for for especially that movement so you're getting better um and for me there are these uh, inspirations like like maybe you also have it when we talk about the the athletics athletics people yeah. they put focus on, on on one fields especially on that field and then they try to to be better on it and that is my inspiration for 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 cutting uh, movements and yeah. working with the signals so the players see okay now the the goalkeeper has a leg in the air maybe a trick shot uh, around the standing leg is possible and so that is a big part also yeah hmm? yeah I think it'd be a big a really big field that uh, it's probably not not new but I guess now it's really under the the light and under the vision of the coaches it's train the brain, right? To make this player as, as clever as possible and make them able to, to recognize, you know, the possibilities. And that comes from an individual point of view and maybe then more collective point of view. Like mm -hmm. also the, the one of the latest video that you guys published about all the solution of this collective movement during the field, it's all mm -hmm. based on reading. I mean, there is one player who has to make a decision, but then the player mm -hmm. who are just at the side of him, they have to be able to read what's going on, oh. right? So... Uh, it's this, fantastic. It's all about reading and understanding, and it comes with a lot, a lot of repetition, but also with having people who can explain to you and create the vision. And that is, right. that is also that is also a big part of handball inspires because that 
that that video we are talking about is one of these tactic express videos um, from me and my friend Oli, and it's it's a help also it's a help not only for the coach because I hope that the coach understand the yugo movement and everything what happens with it but especially in that times in, in Kobe times the coach is able to send the video clip into the into the group for the for the teams uh, for the I players. did it. <laughs> But you will do it. <laughs> I did it. I did it. So it's working. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so it's it's possible to 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 help your players with an extra practice because we are really uh, really really focused on these practicing when we are in the hall when we are in the gym. But yeah. right now we got this situation that you sitting in the Netherlands, I'm sitting in Berlin, and we are able to talk and communicate. So we we can use these new digital um, situations also to train our brain when we're not in the hall. Because is it necessary, maybe for the future, is it necessary that all players come together in the hall for a tactical meeting? Is it necessary? That's a I good think question. A question. I think that is a question for me. No, because I can make the, the tactical practice here and then everyone's sitting in front of the laptop and we, and they can we flip uh, the chart again and, and watch a video and something like that. And we save so much time and especially so much time in the hall because when you have seven or eight times or ten times practice in the hall, then sometimes you get tired of this building. And so I think it's good to, to, to switch uh, the working spaces. Yeah. Plus, if you are, you know, if you're creating uh, this this video and all these uh, multimedia supports, they will always mm -hmm. be there. So they can be saved. They can be uh, yes. seen many, many times. Internet. And your yep. players can watch it, watch it and, and discuss it with the coach or with the teammates. And I mean, they will always be there to help. And yep. that's that's a great thing. Um, how many people are working all together with inside Handball Inspires at the moment? Oh, at the moment. At the moment, it's... Only me, one okay. man army. But I got this situation that uh, one of my closest friends and also big handful brain um, yeah. um, are interested into cutting these, cutting all these videos, all these scenes, and he's really, really clever with these uh, tactical movements. And so he started to uh, make these handball tactic express. And I hope he will do it further because it's amazing and it's I, better, I, better than I nine, can't so. stress enough how helpful those things are and how they, yeah. they're really well made they're actually really really clear and because you have the video you have the slow-mo of the video uh, there are maybe the stopping of the pictures and then there yeah. are the graphics and so from my point of view where really I really uh, have to reinforce my knowledge in technique and tactic and I love to watch handball all these things come yeah. together <laughs> and these contributes are great. And I really love, and I, I'm, yeah. I'm really spamming all my friends and my teams. I send this video everywhere. <laughs> I tag people. Uh, that is nice. I love it. That is good. And the best thing is that we work with a subtitle function from YouTube. So it's not in German. Of course, I speak German or Oli speaks German. But we, have, we are able to put the subtitles down. And yeah, so that's great. Yeah, that's hopefully great. Hopefully it comes clear, yeah. So on your question, it's mostly me, I think 95, 98% of the time of the project. Yeah. I create everything by myself, the website, the design, 
everything and I learned so much because I'm not from the media. I studied math here in Berlin and finished my master's degree here in risk management. So I'm much more on these numbers side and not on the creative side, but I learned so many stuff. And yeah. I learned that when you start something, it will develop and you will learn and you will getting better. And that is, that is the yeah. best. Have to go right. through mistake, have to go through problem, yeah, yeah, stress, exactly. but then eventually you're gonna, you know, uh, little, a lot, little of, a lot of mistakes. One story I'd like to share about this that I missed a lot of knowledge is um, the, the, the project, my, my world trip, I financed um, with a crowdfunding. So yeah. I made a crowdfunding and I say, I travel around the world and will, I will show it to you. Andrea, would you like to give me 20 bucks so for yeah. this handle and bias project? And then I started this crowdfunding and I made a clip for this crowdfunding and then I loaded, I uploaded on Instagram and I have no idea what happens because the big problem on Instagram is that after one minute, they will cut they it. They cut. Yeah. Yeah. They cut. And so I put this, I put this video on Instagram and after one minute it stops and everyone was asking me, yeah, nice video, but what is it? <laughs> and so, so I'm started really from the bottom, from the social media things, from the graphic things, from everything. And sometimes, so I try to, 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 to look after three months, after each quarter of the year, to try to look back and make a, make a point, okay, where I'm standing right now. And when I take a look on this webpage or on this, um, on this YouTube channel, I'm really impressed. <laughs> I'm really happy to, to start it and have this situation here right now. Because it's not only the YouTube channel, it's also this uh, website where I put these blogs um of course it's i, I write in, in german but you can easily say translate from google and then you will understand it i think and yeah so so that is that is handball inspires yeah yeah i like i like all the concepts itself starting from the name i think it's really really spot on as they would say and uh, yeah. it's it's fantastic so i understand now everything is a bit uh, in a pause because there's, mm. there's not a big chance to travel uh, safely but the mm. um, so the whole idea is to travel the whole world, and uh, yes. so I would say if someone wants to contribute then and help your project, they can find now this this uh, crowdfunding link on your uh, um, also YouTube page or yeah, on but, your but, Instagram page. I know the, the, that is that is a good good thing. Um, first of all, you can find everything on Hempel Inspires, but the crowdfunding is closed. So right. right now, I'm, because. Um, Right now, I have this possibility to travel that season till summer and maybe the next season also to the next summer um, from, from, from that money, but also from my private pool yeah. um, because I saved everything I got when I, now, when I knew I started this, uh, this journey. Um, but I think most helpful is feedback. Every time feedback, take a look on the YouTube channel, take a look on the videos. What is missing? What are missing topics? What are you interested to just see, let, yeah. leave a comment and, and say, okay, I'm, I'm into that specific part. And right now I came to this point that I can um, put focus on this question from these followers. So I can, we have a huge interaction because it's a really small um, YouTube channel. And I try to comment every every comment. So I, I'd like these um, interex, interex, no, uh, these feedback. action between. Yeah, exchange. Yeah, people, and feedback. Yeah, exchange, exactly. And so that is that is a big part, yeah. And also when I'm next step, there will be uh, France or, or the Netherlands maybe or Spain. 
when you're a coach there, just leave a message, let meet us, and like just like you. And now yeah. we're sitting here together in the project from you. I'm looking forward and forward for you to come to the Netherlands. I'm really looking forward to come and uh, yeah. and you know and say hi during your trip and see and see <laughs> how it's going. Um, I want to ask you first more, uh, yeah, personal interest or something. Mm-hmm. But um, when you were in, in the first part of the trip in your first clubs. Um, did you also uh, saw the something about the athletic uh, preparation of the teams and mm-hmm. if notice something particular that they do in this northern mm-hmm. country? A big difference, you know, that you can say, oh, that's crazy. I didn't thought about mm-hmm. it or that's how they do it from the yeah, conditioning perspective and movement. Yes, perspective. exactly. I think I think that is the, the, the part where you are really interested in. Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> it's the handball movement. So let's talk about that point. And it's good. Um, I saw, of course, Norway and Denmark, and of course, I know Germany. And I saw that there is there are three different styles of warm up. Um, okay. So when we talk about the Norwegian warm up, it's like um, you work a lot with these preparation for the injury, so that you that they working with the with the bands. I don't know yeah. the word when stretching bands for the yeah, shoulder elastic bands. Yeah. Elastic bands, exactly. Um, they use it, and they use it as a culture. So after the after the running things, yeah. they come together and use these things by their own and as a culture cultural right. thing. And that is really smart. That is really smart, and it's totally different to to Germany because in Germany you have to say what happened. Okay. In Germany, okay. we have really low player with the intrinsic motivation. Or with uh, not self-esteem, with a, with a feeling for his own body. What is what is good for me? I do it for myself. Yeah. You no, know, we Germans we are waiting for the instruction, and in Norway it's a different culture and the different people there, and they're using these these elastic bands as an um, as a cultural thing, and that is the big difference. And um, till till Denmark, when we talk about the the movement in Denmark, you use a lot of small games in the beginning like like catching like like passing yeah. the balls and try to to reach someone or like like the movements against to each other shoulder and shoulder and press to each other um and that is also really different from from the other part because i didn't saw it in, in norway so often that you that you play two against two in some ways yeah. of, of pushing or something like that and also to germany We start in Germany right now with this concept from the from the federation that they try to include these uh, maps um, maps concept called mobility. Oh God! Um, <laughs> play. Oh. <laughs> I have to translate it, and maybe yeah. I will send it to you. <laughs> um, and we start to to combine to to get these things from Norway and Denmark into Germany. But these okay. are different things, in my point of view. This group that you saw uh, were all uh, of what age? They were just various age or generally in between, you know, 16 and 20, all mm-hmm. these groups that you... Um, for my for my project, I built, a, I built a non-profit organization called Handball Knows No Borders. Okay. And in that case, I, I try to watch everything. So when I start getting into the hall, then I'm sitting there at 15 o'clock when the, when the small kids comes up. Yeah, and then I'm waiting for the for the coach where I follow. So I have the 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 overview from a lot of different. Yeah, you had a, a big um, perspective on the. And did you notice that they are maybe 
you know, they have a better preparation compared in, in, in coordination or physical abilities compared to the German kids, for example? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So, and, but this is also a cultural thing because and in Scandinavia, they, have, they are much more into these uh, organization uh, on this organized sports. Yeah. So in, in that case, they are, they are better in the movements than the Germans. Yeah. But um, do you think it is because they also do more activity averagely than, okay. Because I always yeah. think that's a really huge factor in general in the, in the, you know, in the development of, uh, yeah, your motor abilities. If you have a kid who moves two hours a week and a kid who moves 15 hours a week, well, it's not just the ability of the person who's coaching you what to do, but those kids have really a huge ability to learn by themselves what to do when they have the chance mm -hmm. to move. So uh, it's always a big factor. And yeah, I understand. I understand. That, that was a really it interesting is. question for me because, yeah, I'm always about development of the movement and things. Yeah. So, and then, all right. So, we, I think we one, can, uh, you, you shared a lot with us. So, can, can you just tell us if you're also involved in other projects and things lately, a part of Handball Inspires? Um, oh, um, of course, there are, there are, the network is growing. And um, I meet, um, especially in Oslo, I meet um, a great team called Learn Handball. They, 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 they develop an app where you will have the, the possibility to use um, training plans and videos like, like Handball Inspires on YouTube, but much more in the specific way for children practice. So yeah. you can use Learn Handball and, um, as an app for parents, when they, when, especially on the grassroots level, when the coach is not available or there is no coach, then really often parents starts as a coach. And just using this app, you are able to, to make a really high quality practice. Yeah. But much more, um, there. The handball inspires is big because as it's not big because it's only me. But on this perspective, I don't, I I'm not only into these um, video things on this YouTube channel. So right now we start also um, um, she it's called support handball equity and it's an uh, um, theme, it's a forum for female coaches here in Germany and hopefully in one or two years hopefully it's getting international so um, we try to help um, female coaches in Germany from, from all ages um, with, with insights with, with lectures and something like that and that is also a big big, um, big field and big interest and big project for me yeah, that's great. Seems seems <laughs> really, really another really cool project to to pursue. I Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So now, Martin, I guess uh, I think that that's all for us. We discussed a lot of things, and I want to thank you for your time and for sharing with us all this inspiration inside the handball world <laughs> that you give us through Handball Inspired. So I'm gonna just mention it again for all the people who want to to look it up. And uh, I really hope that you would join me again in the future to have another chat and possibly to talk about the development of your trip when possibly we start again. And uh, yeah, so I thank you very much for today, for your time, and uh, I see you soon. Thank you very much, Andrea. And thank you very much, everyone from the Handball Movement. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Bye, Martin.